just going to do something of a 10-minute talk now, somewhat aimed at the children, but I think as well, uh, us as adults, I'm hoping it will be meaningful uh, for us as well. And to start, I want to I want to tell you something about myself. I'm not as much as all this has been exciting. <laughs> I'm not really a beach person. <laughs> when I was a, a child, our, our holidays, uh, they would be in the in the touring caravan. My mom and dad would load it up, and we'd we'd drive down to the to the new forest. And a lot of our time would be spent walking or or cycling through the trees. And sure, we'd go to the beach, and we'd. We'd see the sea, we'd look at some boats, we'd throw some skimming stones. But the beach, sitting, sitting, sunbathing, letting the hours go past, it wasn't really part of my upbringing. So when I met Rach, my, my wife, uh, who is more of a, a beach person, and we, we got married, we had Emily and Jay, my two children, uh, and we went on holiday together, it was, it was different. We now, we now go to the beach and... We let the hours go past, the hours go past, and I still get there, and I get there, I'm all excited, and I think, we're here, so, so what now? What happens now? There is the sea, which is, which is cold, there is the beach, which is crowded, there is our picnic, which I'm going to have to wait for, and then there's the, the suntan lotion that's going to turn me into some human sandpaper, so what now? What now? Well, this year... This year I thought, and you can do this as a dad because now you've got the money. I walked with Emily and Jay, my two children. I walked to the beach hut and we bought a rubber dinghy. This, this rubber dinghy. I didn't tell Emily and Jay that I'd got their rubber dinghy here <laughs> this morning. Probably should have done when they saw it. <laughs> What's that? And they said, well, it's yours, actually. Uh, so, the rubber dinghy. And you can, you can imagine their faces. They couldn't quite believe it. And neither could Rach, to be honest, when we'd walk back to our beach tent. You can't, you can't actually use words in those moments because the children are there and they're all on your side. But there was, there was that look on Rach's face of questioning my sanity combined with, wow, this actually looks exciting. <laughs> You know the one, if you've been married any length of time. I don't get it very often, but when I do, there's a certain satisfaction in it. And this, this here really sets the scene for what I want to talk on. Picture this. Picture this, children. Do your best. First century fishing boats may have looked somewhat different, but they did the same thing. And the disciples, the disciples, those 12 men, a squeeze, I agree, But the disciples, those who were closest to Jesus, they were out in their boat going ahead of him. It says in Matthew, one of the books in the Bible, that records all that Jesus said and did. It says that they were quite some distance from land, buffeted by the the waves and the wind was against them. Then during the, the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them. Now, there is that, that famous scene from a, an aeroplane where Muhammad Ali, that great old school boxer, where he's asked by the flight attendant to put his seatbelt on. And he replied, Superman don't need no seatbelt. And she responded, Superman don't need no plane. <laughs> well, well, Jesus, Jesus, when he, it says that he went out to them, 
He didn't need no surfboards. He just walked. And it terrified the disciples. This figure walking on the water, they cried out in fear. It's a, it's a, it's a ghost. But Jesus said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. And then we get to it. The moment. The moment that this is all about. The moment with Peter, the disciple who is first to to everything. The one who speaks first and asks questions later. The one who we maybe most want to be like. And the one who often we are most like. And Peter replied, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you on the water. And you think, oh, wow, water walking. Obviously, with with Emily and Jay, my two children, and their rubber dinghy, I don't suggest with water walking that they give it a go. We keep it safe, and I don't don't let go of this rope either, knowing that they would probably float out into the path of a a car ferry or or something like that. But here, here with, with Peter, I want you to picture it. I want you to picture it. Sometimes we get too familiar with it. Or we leave it in Sunday school. And we don't believe, we don't believe that it actually happened. But it did. Peter stepped out onto the depths of the ocean. The wind and the waves were, were against him. He was water walking. And Jesus, he was already out there. Standing, watching, encouraging Peter. Saying, come. And for me, this is one of the most challenging pictures of faith that we get in the Bible. Now, I don't know where you are at today. Children, if you're still even following what I'm saying, and and adults as well, where are we at with this? See, I believe that this is a picture that is played out time and time again in our lives. It is just a question of whether we're in the boat or out the boat. In the boat with the, with the disciples, we're relatively safe, albeit somewhat scared of the, of the storm and anxious for the one who, who's just stepped out and still questioning, always questioning who this Jesus really is. Out of the boat, it is risky, but there is something miraculous going on. And just for that moment, the storm doesn't matter because our eyes are on Jesus And faith, faith is what it is all about. Having faith to believe that mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Now I've been there. I've been there lots of times on on the side of the boat and it's like you can know a lot about Jesus and you can prove a lot about Jesus historically speaking but at some point if you really want to know Jesus, who he is, you have to have the faith to walk towards him. And I can tell you and lots of of people here can tell you in that moment of decision when you get out of the boat you come alive to something or more to the point someone and you're changed. In a sense, your, your eyes are open to this life of faith. And what is, what is really exciting about this life is that when you start walking towards Jesus, is that he doesn't stop. Every time we get back in the boat, he calls to us. He keeps giving us opportunities to be water walkers. 
to get out of the boat again and again. And each time that we do, we experience something new of him. And that faith, it keeps increasing. And that is why when you meet someone who has lived their life that way, there seems to be a a passion about them, a belief, an open-eyed love of, of Jesus that is so attractive. And you want what they've got, even though you can't fully explain it. And my challenge, and this includes me, because I can just as easily end up back in the boat. My challenge is let's not. Let's not let Jesus just walk past. Let's call out like Peter did and say, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. But then, then just when you think it's all over, that faith has has won the day, Peter loses it. The storm presses in and the, the reality of what he is doing, water walking, suddenly hits him. And I've been there as well. And maybe that is the real measure of faith. What happens when we doubt? It says that Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him. Jesus was, was closer than we thought. And getting wet, getting wet may be part of this. Having faith doesn't mean that we're not allowed to doubt. And after Peter and Jesus climbed back into the boat, I'm sure as as Peter stood there dripping water over the other disciples, I'm sure he would have had an excited smile on his face because even in his doubts, he had experienced the grip of God on his life. I want to be a water walker all my life. Even if it means I may get wet at a time or two, and maybe you do too. And we can start right now. We can respond. And we're going to sing if Luke and the team, you want to come back up. And we're going to stand. If you want to stand, that would be great. And we're going to enjoy ourselves with one final song, worshipping God who is, who is mightier. Mightier than the, the great waters. Who is mightier than the, the breakers of the sea. And at the same time, more personally we can say in our hearts Jesus I I may not know everything I need to know about you I may not have proved everything I need to prove about you Jesus I may even have my doubts but I want to be a water walker I want to live by faith and not by sight and Jesus you're not passing me by I'm going to get out of this boat so let's pray and then let's sing And enjoy worshipping God. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus you create moments in our lives. Moments where we can know you. Moments where you're walking by. And we can call out to you and say. Lord if it's you. Ask me to come to you. And you will always respond yeah. It's me. Come to me. And Lord I pray for each of us. Wherever we're at. In our lives. And in our faith. Lord, we can always get out of the boat and respond to you. And we can be involved in something miraculous that is going on. So I pray that. Just lay that on our hearts by your Holy Spirit. And Lord, as we sing and worship you, Lord, may that joy from inside that comes from knowing you, may that well up and and come out of our mouths as we sing. Pray in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.